It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. In yesterday, it seemed like across the SEN family over Australia, uh, was it, it was Warriors Day. There were Warriors everywhere. Yeah, mate, the Warriors fandom was huge over across the ditch on SEN. It was Warriors Day to sort of help drum up support and uh, get more memberships going uh, in Australia. So, you know, you had uh, the likes of Ewan Aiken, Jazz Tavanga, Sean Johnson, Aidan Fanil, like all, all across the station, all across the day. So huge exposure for them ahead of playing the Broncos. So it's awesome to see a bit of love and a bit of support from our friends across the ditch. Yeah, indeed. Now, we've got some, uh, some clips actually from some of these interviews because uh, we got some goss, didn't we? We got some goss, particularly from uh, from J- from Jazz Tavanga. Jazz Tavanga let a, let a few things out of the bag. Yeah, we will get we will get to that. Uh, Jazz and Sean, oh man, these these are great uh, interviews. We'll start off though with the captain's run with the great Cameron Smith and of course uh, Denon Kemp as well, former warrior, former warrior. So that's a that's a name very uh, familiar there to uh, Warriors fans out there that are listening. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, you and Aiken chatting on the captain's run. Now, I'm getting reports out of the Warriors and the Broncos camp that you guys are calling it the Kemp Cup. Is this correct? (laughs) (laughs) You wish, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, there's some some pretty good names that also could be the such and such cup. (laughs) It could be the Tate. Yes, the great Brent Tate. Brent Tate. uh, Campion. Probably one, yeah. And what about what about what about the great Buster Seymour? Well, Brett Seymour, yes, Brett Seymour, that's a throwback. <laughs> now, now, Ewan, you've made the transition to the back row. I want to know how that conversation came about. Was it something that you approached the coach with, or the coach came to you with? How did that all come about? No, it was just pure. Um, we're down on troops um, in the back row last year, and before the Tigers game uh, back into the year, and he just said um, we sort of need you to fill in this spot this week just to, to cover injuries, and then obviously came out and played a really good game. So I sort of um, did myself in then. And then, like, the coaches just like, sort of liked what I bring and um, the leg speed, the back row, and being able to sort of keep the defenders inside shoulder, which helps the uh, uh, defensive line as well. So after that game, they sort of just sort of stuck with me there and sort of liking what they're seeing from me there. Mate, now, you've been, uh, you've been around the block for quite a while. Uh, what's it like playing with a guy, you know, you've seen many really young, talented guys coming through. A guy like Walshie, uh, you know, he's super, super talented, got a lot of potential. Uh, you know, you're the back rower, so you can connect quite well with him. What's, uh, I guess, what have you seen in him that you really think is, uh, you know, deserved of the superstar kind of tag that he is on him right now? Um, just his sort of, his sort of fearless nature about him. That, like, if he sees something, he doesn't mind taking that opportunity, which is, something that's really good. He's sort of not like a really uh, drilled-in sort of type of player. He sort of plays on instinct, mm-hmm. and 
which is something that you sort of really like to see these days. So, um, yeah, he's definitely a good kid and he's, he's got a long and bright future. Now, for you personally, uh, as I said, I, I love your back row, mate. I think you're playing some really, really good footy. Do you think it's where you're going to stay long term? Because you've also played some fantastic footy at centre. Is that Where do you reckon you'll end up? Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, there's positives about both positions, and I sort of enjoy both at different times. Obviously, when you're playing back row, you're a lot more involved in, in every single game, no matter what. But um, obviously, the plus side of being in the centre, sometimes you get that better ball, and you sort of got more of a chance of one-on-one. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm sort of, I'm, I just sort of want to keep that value of being able to play both, and hopefully, mm-hmm. team picks me up and sees the value in that, and um, I can perform well at both teams, both both positions. Sorry. And what's the, you know, you can see Brownie and you boys kind of coming together and really trying to, I guess, build a, I guess, a, an identity. What's the the goal for you as a forward pack? You know, what are you trying to build for the future of, uh, with the Warriors in that forward pack? Um, yeah, we're. Just, we're just sort of um, trying to improve on what we did last year. It's obviously taken Brownie a sort of a year to sort of get his principles in the team. Um, so, yeah, now we've just got to make that stick. So we all believe in what we're doing here. The culture that Tohu Harris is bringing, the captain has been exceptional. Um, so we're just sort of getting around each other. And um, our trademarks are earned everything, consistent actions and honest feedback. So we're just sort of they're the focus points of um, our whole club. And um, if we keep um, working hard for each other and, and being consistent and then obviously when time comes to give each other feedback, we'll go a long way to sort of get into victories and um, and really push it for that final um, berth. So, yeah, that was you and Aiken on the captain's run with Denon Kemp and uh, Cameron Smith yesterday. I think it's just a pity that it looks like we're gonna, that's the, this is going to be the last season we see you and Aiken in a, uh, in a Warriors jersey, Logan. Yeah, it's a shame because, uh, I mean, when you look at the way he's played this year, he's been doing, especially on defence, He's almost a brick wall, mate. He's he's made a hundred tackles and only missed five. That's that's Michael Luck type numbers. So he's he's putting them up there, and yeah, I mean, he may have not done himself any favors by playing so well uh, in the forward pack that they don't want to shift him back to centre. But I mean, there's an option there. We've mentioned it a few times on the show now that the centres are potentially a little bit weak there for the Warriors, and maybe he should go back in there to sort of provide a little bit more stock in those ranks. But uh, yeah, I mean, it will be sad to see him go because he's he's a hell of a player. Yeah, he's a great player, and uh, like I say, I mean, I'm not sold on the excuse, uh, and I think it's something we we'll definitely want to bring up with Craig Hodges, the Warriors GM of football after ten when he joins us. If you've got questions for Craig, then text them through to us on the Temper Bed Post hotline. Uh, of uh, double eight, double three. Uh, I'm just seeing, slightly disturbing, that Israel Dag, the lifestyle block guy, the man who's got you know a digger and uh, looks after. He's got he's paid somebody to come and wash his windows. There's somebody washing his windows, and it's definitely not Izzy or Daisy. So he's got he's got a paid window washer. Mate, when you're when you're living the life that Izzy Dag is, I mean, <laughs> uh, this is this is something we need we need to bring to breakfast attention uh, for sure. Uh, we'll get to that though because uh, there was something. Uh, well, we had a few other interviews as we said. It was Warriors Day across the SEN network uh, over in Australia, drumming up. Uh, support for the Warriors as they continue their season over in Aussie uh, for 2022. And Jimmy Smith in the afternoons, they had Jazz Tavanga on, and we learned probably more than we should have about Jazz's private life in this in this interview. Yeah, hold on for this one. Hold on for this one. All right. If we talk about the Warriors' win as a team um, and their form this year, yeah. what about your own form? What's have you have you been happy with the way things have been going for you, Jazz? Um, I'd like to to get a, a 
few more minutes, um, to be honest. But um, that's the way, you know, Brownie's been using me and I just, you know, I just have to be ready on the bench. Um, so, yeah, we, we have, uh, I'd rather play a bit more in the middle, like as, as a lock, lock forward. Um, but, you know, Wade is still, um, you know, getting the match fitness under his belt and I'm sure in a couple of weeks I uh, won't be needed there. So, yeah. Yeah. I stay ready, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, I love the passion that you play with, Jazz. I think that's really evident every time you run out onto the field. Where does that come from? Has that always been the way you've played your footy? Yeah, that's just... Oh, I like to th- well, I think that's just come from where I come from. But I come from a small town, uh, Papakura in Auckland, South Auckland. So that's the way we play out there. And um, I've been working really hard on taming it a bit because <laughs> I've been, you know, uh, my own worst enemy at times. But, yeah, a lot more discipline this time around. Uh, it's a bit of a yeah, it's a bit of a double-edged sword, though, isn't it? Because that's part of your attraction, right? The the way you play yeah, the yeah, game, yeah, and that's like the last couple of games. I, I do feel like you know something's missing. Like I, I feel like there's a bit of edge missing. That so I, I don't know. I've got to find a, a way where I can inject that aggression, but still, you know, keep it keep my thinking head on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey, away from the footy, how's it been? Um, what about from you from a family point of view? I don't know if there's anyone from your family that's over at Redcliffe, but how have you found um, living up there, away from home for another year? Yeah, I've, I've, I've actually enjoyed my time here in um, Australia. Like, uh, <laughs> sort of growing up a bit, to be honest. Um, and moving to Queensland, you know, sunny beaches, you know, it's it's... It's not a bad spot to be relocated, to be honest. Um, I do miss my family in that, and I do have um, some extended family around, but um, I've you know, pretty much been on my own. Um, my best mate, Sam, plays for the Gold Coast. Um, I'm really close with our owners, uh, Robbo and Amanda and his, their family. Um, but, yeah, otherwise... Oh, I found myself a, a girl too. I found myself a bird. So recently, just got a girlfriend over here, and, and so that definitely makes it easier. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoyed my time here in Queensland. Ah, oh, fantastic. So, is she an Aussie? Yeah, she's Aussie. Uh, met her. She's from Balmain in Sydney, but she moved up here to Gold Coast. Ah, well, mate, everyone's got a great "How did you meet?" story. So you better let us know yours. Um, Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. So, <laughs> mate, that's very 2022 of you, Jazz. That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Hey, it's a lot easier these days, mate. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. <laughs> I needed all the help. Anyway, that's a separate issue. Separate issue. Hey, um... <laughs> Before we let you go, mate, and, and preparing for this big game this weekend, I know that you were um, really proud to turn out for Samoa in the World Cup 2017. Have you given much thought uh, about um, the 2022 version coming up at the end of the year? And um, it's be exciting for Samoa. Yeah, yeah, it is. And um, one of my aspirations is to, to play for New Zealand. So if I get that call up, um, which hopefully I do, then I'll, I'll definitely, you know, say yes but if not then um i'd I'll, I'll still love to represent um my father's side in, in samoa so um you know i'm hoping if i stay injury free i play good footy and i can get over there and represent either or um countries 
Yeah, so just maybe giving up a little more than he should have with Jimmy Smith yesterday. Uh, but uh, he wasn't the only one to pick up on that because uh, the run home with Joel Kane and James Magnuson also. They'd obviously heard that, and they had Sean Johnson on uh, just after that. And uh, they are Sean about Jazz's girlfriend and a few other things as well. Have you met uh, maybe the future Mrs. Jazz Devanga yet? No, it's funny hearing that. I, uh, I don't even know if she's real. <laughs> so, Sean James here. Um, tell boys, us. Boys are yet to meet her. Tell us, Sean Jazz Devanga's Tinder profile. What sort of pictures do you reckon he's running on there? Is he is he a shirtless operator or what do you reckon? Nah, nah. I don't think he's a shirtless operator. I mean, he might have he might have one shirtless pic just to show the carpet, the rug that he's got on. His pic. <laughs> um, but other than that, I reckon he's probably actually rocking like a Warriors profile pic type. Uh, uh, Jake from Brighton's on the text line here, Sean, and he says, uh, "G'day, boys. I play Super Coach. Can you ask Sean if he's playing? <laughs> Are you playing this week, mate?" <laughs> nah, I, I can't. Uh, either way, I'm not actually allowed to say whether I am playing or whether I'm not playing. Apparently, I don't want to get myself in trouble, man. So I'm going to keep it uh, a straight bet on that one. Uh, um, good answer. I time to tell. Good answer. Uh, good answer. Well, how would you read into that missile for Jake? Yeah, he's playing. Not only is he playing, put him as your captain on Supercoach. Yeah, double down. I'm, call, I'm calling a big one from Sean this weekend. Uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, what, what have you made of the start of the season, Sean? It's been a little bit indifferent for the Warriors so far. Yeah, it's been a bit of a... Um, oh, you, word I probably use is probably a bit frustrating. You know, like, mm. um, on a personal level, obviously it wasn't planning on picking up a pick, pick here in my first game for the club. Yeah. Um, an injury that I had never even heard of, really. Um, so that was pretty pretty disappointing. And then, obviously, obviously from a club point of view, I mean, how picking up that win last week. But, um, you know, if we're looking at sort of performance, yeah, we just we just haven't put out, um, I guess, what we've practiced is probably the simplest way to put it. Um, and it's, it's pretty disappointing when, you, when you're not doing that. So uh, as a group, you know, we're, we're training really well um, and we've been doing that for... A, um, a little while now, so we're hoping at some point, you know, we'll start to see that uh, translate, you know, into a, a good, strong 80-minute performance. You see uh, Cameron George, now he wants all the Warriors games in New Zealand for 2023, so not necessarily all at Mount Smart, but uh, I'm sure you would agree with this, or I certainly agree with this, I think it'd be so good for the game, but, but can you articulate, Sean, what you think by having every game in New Zealand for the Warriors next year, how important that could be for our game of rugby league? I think it's just as important for the game of rugby league as the Warriors moving away from home for the last three years. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't even think it it does actually even match up. Even if the NRL gave gave us every game in New Zealand, not necessarily at Mount Smart, you know, spread it out across the country, but I still don't even think that comes close to, I guess, repaying the club for what they've given up, you know, mm. to keep the comp alive. Um, that's how I see mm. it, you know. So a lot of people view it, you know, it's a lot of the Warriors staff to have every game over there but really I don't actually think it's a lot at all considering what they've done so um, obviously I'm all for it um, you know there's a lot of us missing our families and um, you know wanting to get home and obviously wanting to you know show the boys that are signed for us some of the Aussie boys in particular you know a little bit about New Zealand you know and the, and the club and the people that we do actually represent so um yeah, it'd be really cool. Obviously, we're so excited, bro, to get back and play a few games at Mount Smart at the end of the season. So, you know, we're not going to look past that because that's just like I've literally. The more I think about it, like the tighter my chest gets. I just have no words to put 
like on what that's going to feel like to play at Mount Smart again. This week it is the Broncos. Redcliffe, which is nice for the boys who have been, you know, you've been based up there in Redcliffe, so it should be a decent crowd. The Broncos have never played an NRL game at Redcliffe. What's the key to beating the Broncos and what's the key focus for the Warriors team this week, Sean? I mean, if you watched the Cowboys plan last week, it was a pretty simple game plan. Yeah, mm. um, they they ran hard and they just they they literally took it to them, you know, and they completed. So, I think a simple game plan: you make them make tackles, you put the ball in good spots, and um, yeah, back your defense. It's a pretty it's a pretty simple focus for us. Um, you know, coming from you know where we've been for the first three rounds, it's certainly an improvement area for us uh, in terms of building that pressure. So, yeah, I'm not going to overthink it too much this week. Just going to try to get out there and deliver it. There you go, Sean Johnson speaking yesterday on the run home with Joel Kane and James Magnuson on SEN out of Australia. Uh, it was a bit of a Warriors day across the ditch on the SEN network, drumming up support for the Warriors for another season uh, based in Australia in the NRL. Uh, Aidan Fanua Blake also appeared on SEN Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. You can catch her the full interviews on the SEN app or when, wherever you get your podcasts as well. And based on that chat, Logan. If I'm the TAB, I'm giving you about a dollar ten on Sean Johnson starting for the Warriors against the Broncos. Yeah, I love that because Supercoach uh, NRL is massive over in Australia. It's such a big deal. I, I used to do a lot of the uh, the video content and everything around that, and uh, I love that listeners would bring in a question like that, and Sean just kind of ducked and <laughs> he, he sidestepped it as best as best he could. Uh, so <laughs> kudos for that one there, SJ. But man, yeah, it's. It'd be great to see him back on the field. I love how he was like, I didn't even know that was an injury you could get, but I, <laughs> but I got it. But I got it, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you, you haven't been to the gym for ages and you go and, and you, do a, you do a workout and then the next day you're like, I'm hurting in places I didn't know existed. It's kind of that kind of feel. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully he's recovered well. He can come back and, uh, you know, he can start steadying the ship there and uh, Warriors can get their season on board. Yeah, fingers crossed. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.